Alright, so what is going on guys? This is Frank Zorowski here with the Tomahawk Roundup and I am joined by highly touted draft prospect for the NHL Draft in 2021, Cole Sillinger, formerly of the Medicine Hat Tigers in Sioux Falls Stampede. Cole, how are you today? I'm doing good, how are you? Good, really excited to have you on. So, in the 2018-19 season, you played four games with Medicine Hat. How did that sample size help your preparation for the following season? Yeah, I mean, that was huge for me. Um, I, was, I was young, 15 years old there. I got to play four games as well as those six playoff games. So, no, that summer I kind of knew, um, no, knew the league and, and knew where I needed to get to um, in, all, in order to have success as a 16, as a young 16-year-old in that league. And, uh, no, that summer I trained really hard. And, um, I'm glad that I made a lot of improvements and, and I'm glad I found some success as a 16-year-old. Yeah, and that was so important because obviously the next season was the season cut short by COVID. You know, how did you yeah. use that extra time that you had from the coronavirus to build yourself up? Yeah, I mean, we had had a lot, lot of time off. It was 10 months or so uh, that I had to, to train and evaluate myself and, and really uh, you know, key in on the things I need to improve. And for me, um, I believe that's my first time quickness and explosiveness. And, uh, well, that's something uh, I think is going to come um, a lot from the gym is working on my footwork and, and my explosiveness in my lower half. And uh, you know, that was key then. And then now that summer training has started up again, all that. And that's so important when you're talking about it, uh, talking about the, the extra time you have, because some guys, you know, it's when you don't have anything to do, that's when you build yourself up in a sense. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, when you're talking about building on your explosiveness and your quickness, it really showed, you know, when you were with Sioux Falls, you know, the ability to take a shot from anywhere. I guess my next question for you, Cole, is, you know, what was the transition for you from the WHL to the USHL? I mean, what were some of those differences you noticed between the two leagues? Yeah, I mean, uh, in my opinion, they're both really good leagues. Um, they both have uh, plenty of uh, NHL draft picks year and uh also guys that go on and play and have long careers in the NHL. Um but for me I think you know, what I noticed is the USHL is a little bit of an older league, a little bit of a different style of play in the sense that it's greasier, uh you know, harder nose hockey and uh chip and chase hockey that's really tough hockey to produce in. Whereas uh, the West Hockey League has you know, a, a little more skill in my opinion and uh you know, just a little more flow in the game. Yeah, and that ma and that makes sense from what I've seen with the USHL. The chip and chase is a really it's a sta it's a standard practice in the in the USHL. I mean, talking about that 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 grinding style of play, and it sounds like from both your numbers and your attitude, you were able to adapt pretty well. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, that, that, yeah, it was awesome. That, that's how I got to you know, I came to shoot balls, and then the whole team there walked me with open arms, and. Uh, you know, just got some got put into some opportunities that uh, I was dealing with medicine at and, and in the past year. So yeah, it was awesome. I was finding success. Yeah. So what has your father Mike uh, taught you about the game of hockey from his NHL career, and how do you hope to translate that to the professional game? Yeah, I mean, uh, if you look at his career, um, he's been he's been cut. He's been he's made big teams. He's been traded. He's been so he's kind of been all of them happened. He's been through it all. So I, I think the, the thing I learned, I've learned from him so far is kind of expect the unexpected. And uh, you know, with me, I think that a real good example of that would be you know, this year going down to the USHL. I mean, if there's no 
no COVID, no pandemic, I probably would have never had the opportunity to uh, to go down there. So I guess I just expected it. And, um, you know, it was nice that to, to have him around and to have him as a big support factor uh, for me and, and my brothers. But, um, yeah, it's just you know, real good to, to have you know, a guy with NHL experience, um, you know, be my dad. Yeah, yeah, just be there 24/7 in a sense whether you're yeah. virtual whether you're virtual or not. I mean, he he's like you said, you know, he's been he's the most traded player in NHL history and that's so important when you have that kind of resilience and charisma saying, "Hey, I'm I may get traded here, but you know what? Where we stop one leak, you know, we're going to go when one door closes another opens in a sense." Mm, exactly. Yeah, that's kind of how we how we have to look at it in order to as as yeah, so explain to our listeners about Wiener Dog Night from a player's perspective in Sioux Falls. Obviously, obviously, we've heard it from a couple other guys, but this year, obviously, a little different. Tell, tell our listeners about Wiener Dog Night and what it what it means for Sioux Falls. Yeah, to be honest with you, I had no idea what we, Wiener Dog Night was up until the week that we had it. Like the guys on our team were like, "Oh yeah, we have this big Wiener Dog Night." I'm like, "What? What's this Wiener Dog Night?" Cause on the West Park League, um, there's, there's really not. I mean, there's a couple nights where it's like pink in the rink and, or like a couple special nights like that, but um, certainly there's no wiener dog night. <laughs> I don't really know the whole whole magnitude or story behind it, but um, no, they, the fans, I guess their favorite night, we, we packed the barn, we just sold out crowd, and they were racing wiener dogs in the intermission, and we had these cool jerseys on. So, yeah, it was, it was cool, cool experience to be part of. Yeah, and that's and that's incredible, you know, the especially with the charity part where they donate some of the proceeds to the the local animal shelters and the jerseys, you know, every year we see it on TSN, on Sportsnet, NHL Network. The jerseys come out and everybody and it blows up on Twitter every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's cool to see uh, those Sioux Falls get get some marketing from it, and uh, it's cool to see the hockey world kind of. Uh, they'll give their opinions on it. Yeah, so your shot, no matter what your body position is, is deadly. Where did you learn to hone it, and how did that come about? I think for me, uh, oh, I'm a pretty different person, and uh, I like to think that I've been for scoring goals, and uh, no, that comes from your, your shot and your release. And uh, no, I guess just growing up, um, whether it was in the outdoor rink or kind of my backyard or, or wherever, um, no, shooting lots of bucks and... Uh, you know, getting creative with, with how I shoot the pucks and, and the different angles I shoot the pucks, and uh, you know, also a lot of that comes from I guess the gym and uh, you know, being working on my stability and my balance and uh, my core strength and uh, ultimately my rotation. But yeah, it's you know, something I take a lot of pride in and something that I continue to work on every single day. And that and it and it really shows. I mean, I think there was one game against Waterloo or was it Sioux City where you're literally falling down. And you make the shot, and I think it's an extra attacker goal, if I'm remembering it correctly. Yeah, I'm not really too sure what one you're talking about, but um, yeah, it could, could have been one of those games. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a for our listeners who follow the USHL because we get a lot of them here. You know, it was the one. I, it was against Waterloo. Uh, uh, Cole is falling down forward, and he still manages to make the shot from one deep, one knee as he's falling. So that's that's definitely a highlight reel goal, and I and I loved watching that. No, no. So no. So how do you channel your bigger frame? at being around 6 feet, 200 pounds to create those scoring chances that you just talked about? Yeah, 
I mean, for me, um, I like to think I'm, I'm a pretty good uh, offensive player as well as, uh, you know, good support back in the defensive zone that uh, you know, exits the puck um, in the defensive zone, carries it through the neutral zone, and um, I don't have the puck in my stick entering the defensive zone. Um, but like you said, I'm, I'm a bigger body, and uh, I'm tough to get knocked off the puck down ball. I think I'm strong in my skate. And uh, I also have, you know, like I think I got pretty good high hockey IQ and uh, can replays before they're happening. So, um, no, I think that just kind of allows, allows my offensive things just to take over and just for it to be all natural. And that, and that natural ability is what, what makes a player like yourself, or any player for that matter, dangerous in both ends, of, in all three ends of the ice. You know, when, when, when the ability is natural and you're not trying to, like, actively do it and it just comes to you, that's when it's the most effective. Yeah, so one final question for you, Cole. You know, if you do get selected by the Chicago Blackhawks, you know, our, our show is a mainly Chicago audience, and what are you most looking forward to if you're selected by Chicago, and what is your message to the Blackhawks fans if you're selected? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I guess to be selected by any, any team in NHL and have my name to be you know, a part of NHL, uh, I guess any NHL organization or club is, uh, is a dream, and a dream come true. Um, it, it's why I do what I do every single day is the ultimate play in the NHL. But yeah, um, if you look, Chicago's got an 11th overall pick um, if they decide to stay in there. And uh, no, pretty special because my dad went 11th overall as well. So that'd be, uh, I mean, pretty unique. But uh, yeah, I guess Chicago would uh, see a similar style of play that, that I play now. Uh, someone who, who can score, someone who's got, you know, high on take you and uh, plays the play the game. And, uh, I guess someone who's excited to watch. So yeah, July twenty third would be interesting, and um, I'm just really looking forward to that day. Yeah, July twenty third, the first round of the NHL draft. Cole Sillinger, before we head out today, is there anything else you want to add for our listeners around the U.S., Canada, and beyond? No, I think that, that's good. We got it covered pretty well. All right, Cole Sillinger, thank you so much for the time. Thank you.